Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, June 9th of 2021. You guys, I'm recording really late. It's like 8.25 p.m. Um, I'm typically recording at 7.30. I don't know what happened. I just like hit a wall a little bit. Um, For those who didn't listen to yesterday's episode, I am putting all of 2021's episodes on YouTube as well um, for reasons that I will probably talk about at the weekend um, if things don't resolve themselves. Basically, I'm having issues with um, the podcast host that I use and um, I'm currently still using them and I've been very happy and all of that, but um, there's some issues going on. So... We'll see what happens. Um, It's just been a very stressful week with that going on. And then this project, it's not that it's hard work. Like, it's genuinely not. It's just very time-consuming to upload however many episodes there have been this year, which I really don't know, um, to YouTube. Like, it just takes time. Um, So I'm getting through about two months a day. I'm hoping to finish tonight, like, um, at least all of 2021's episodes. We'll see. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to do about 2020's because I, I have them saved all, like, I have all of them, um, but they, they just need more editing because they have, um, like, copy, like, ad reads and stuff in, in the downloads, um, in, like, the copy I have, so I just need to edit stuff out, um, and that takes longer, of course, whereas with 2021, I just have what you're hearing minus any ad breaks or anything like that, if you're hearing any, I don't know, right now, um, so anyway, that's a little bit about what's going on, it's just been chaotic and like kind of stressful and I'm not entirely sure what's happening. Uh, I'm still waiting on Anchor to get back with me about like what's going on with my podcast stuff. Um, It's just been a really chaotic week and it's Wednesday. Um, So that's what I'm working on. So please go over to the YouTube, subscribe, check out the episode there. I know if you're listening like you're obviously listening on a podcast platform more than likely. Um, but you know, feel, please help with that. Um, as that's seeming to be the way this is going to go now. Um, I will continue to upload onto podcast platforms, but simultaneously I'll be uploading the episodes to YouTube. Um, and in time when, I have more of a grasp on editing and copyright and things like that. I will add some clips and stuff to said podcast, but as of right now, we're not there yet. Um, Right now, it is just the episode with the logo um, 
and nothing else going on. Like, I'm not going to record myself. I had thought about it. Um, but nine times out of ten, I'm, like, chilling <laughs> on my couch recording this. And, like, no one needs to see that. Um, so, we'll see. It's just a weird time right now as I am trying to figure everything out. So, um, that is a little bit about what's going on. So now we are going to jump in and start uh, with the Belgian royal family. Belgium today there was one event um, so today Queen Mathilde held a digital conversation with students at I believe it's the University of Liege which is a town in Belgium um, and they were focusing on so it was like the office of green like um, environmental sustainability and stuff um, and they were talking about the sustainable development goals and creating a more sustainable university. And so this goes to Queen Matilde's role as an ambassador for the SDGs and, um, you know, specifically her focus has been on education. So this is very much in line with that. Um, you guys also still totally not over her visit to the Belgian national basketball team thing yesterday. Like still we're like 36 hours later and I still find the video to be the best thing I've ever seen. Um, so that's fun. And I know there is something going on tomorrow in Belgium. I can't remember if it's just one thing. I think it is. Um, it should be an interesting little bit there. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, also, there was this thing, and I didn't want to talk, I wasn't going to talk about it because they haven't shared it, but they haven't really shared any of the Queen Elizabeth music competition stuff that I've been talking about. So, tonight in Belgium, there was a concert for the Queen Elizabeth music competition that was the three, the top three, um performed a concert so I haven't watched it I couldn't get the link to work when I was trying um I know Queen Matilde was there I think King Philippe was there it also looked like former King Albert II was there so King Philippe's father um but I just saw one picture of him but like I'm pretty confident that he was there so but I don't know if anyone else was there um like I don't know if any other like, if Queen Paola was there, anybody else. Um, but, so that happened. I'm hopeful that they'll release some pictures tomorrow since it was King Philippe and Queen Mathilde. Um, but we'll see what happens. So, um, I did want to just briefly talk about that since I have been talking about every other, like, Queen Elizabeth music competition performance thus far. Um, and then it does look like there is... A few events going on for the rest of the week which is super exciting um, so that is what was going on 
So with that, let's go ahead and move on to the British royal family. Everything was very quiet with the British royal family today. No, that's a lie. Things were very dramatic. We are actually not going to talk about the drama, though. I'm well aware that it's happening. I'm well aware that almost all drama of all the drama that's happening between all the royal, like, you know, the royal families, I just hardly ever talk about it, but, like, I kind of can't. I'm trying very hard to keep my mouth shut on this one. Let me just say that. Um, maybe someday. But there were some events going on that had nothing to do with anything else. Um, so today, Queen Elizabeth continued her um, am receiving credentials from ambassadors. Today, she held a virtual audience with ambas the ambassador, new ambassadors from Nepal and from Mexico. Um, and I don't, this is something I have known for a while, but like, it was really interesting to see it written out in English. So I'm so used to seeing it in Spanish. Um, and I don't know if the rest of the world calls Mexico this or like if this is just because it's the official name. Um, but did you all know that Mexico is actually called the United States of Mexico? Like, does everybody know that? So like I said, I've known this for a while, but I've only really heard it said in Spanish. So like Estados Unidos de Mexico, but like <laughs> today they wrote it out on the Royal Family Twitter account and it was very surprising to me. Um, but anyway, that was interesting. Um, to me, I just because like, I don't know if people know that or if it was just me who didn't know that and like the rest of the world does know that and I just didn't like, I, I don't know. Um, but it was interesting to me. Um, so that happened. And then today the Prince of Wales visited Cornwall, um, which he is also the Duke of Cornwall. For those who don't know, he's the head of the Duchy of Cornwall, um, that is where, like, his income essentially comes from, um, is the duchy. So he visited a couple of different locations. Um, first he visited the Rainborrow Farm. Um, they have a machine that is running on plant and animal waste, so as a greener solution. Um, I was really confused by this, and there wasn't, like, I still don't really understand, um, but it's right up Charles's alley. Um, and then he also visited the Royal National Lifeboat Institute, um, which is, of course, doing life-saving missions um, at sea, lifeboats. Um, so that was his events. And then also today, the Duchess of Cornwall visited the Victoria and Albert Museum to visit an exhibit specifically focused on the Royal Academy of Dance, which Camilla is vice patron of. Um, and so she was able to see that exhibit focused on ballet, um, which is lovely. And then I do want to go ahead and pull up the court circular 
But while I'm doing that, because I seem to not be able to find my phone at the moment, so I'm gonna pull it up on my iPad, which takes a little bit longer. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit again about this whole Queen of England thing because I keep seeing it going around. So today, the press secretary for the White House um, referred to Queen Elizabeth as the Queen of England. And I'm not defending it. Like, I wish people would use her right title. Um, I think that that's really important. However, my entire life, I'm nearing 30, and my entire life she has been the Queen of England. I am well aware that that is not her title, um, but it is what we call her. Um, like, I know, I know, um... And I don't know if it's an American thing and we just need to be better or if it is like a generally accepted thing in the world and just in the royal community, we're very picky about it. Like, I don't, I don't know which one it is, but if it's, we're just being picky about it in the royal watching community, can we all just relax? Like, this is not the end all be all. Like, Jin Saki, who is the press secretary, there are things that, like, I wish she were better about, but this is not one of them. Like, quite frankly, it is not her job. I mean, she should be better, yes, but it is not her job to know every single person's, every single monarch's title correctly. Like, that's for the State Department and the Foreign Affairs. Do I think the President's press secretary should get it right? Of course I do. Do I think that that is commonly used in the States and, like, widely accepted? Yeah, I do. Um, can we not cancel Jen Psaki for this? Like, this seems like a very small thing to me. Um, so anyway, there was that. Um, okay, I've got the court circular pulled up. Um, so we have the... Um, letters of credence, letters of credence. Oh, it's actually the ambassador from the United Mexican States. So not the United States of Mexico, although I've heard it said that way as well. Um, and then it was Wednesday. So it was also the meeting with Boris Johnson. Um, they have a weekly audience every week. It is held by a telephone right now as we are, you know, living in a pandemic. Um, and then this is fun. Probably only for me, but this is fun. Um, they share who was present at the Cornwall airport to greet the president of the United States who just landed in Cornwall today and is starting his first foreign tour. Um, so that's very fun. Okay, and then we have the Prince of Wales events. Um, so it looks like, additionally from what we have talked about, um, the Duchess of Cornwall also today received the incoming and outgoing CEOs of the Battersea Dog and Cats Home. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then... The Duke of Cambridge, uh, and then we're moving on to Kensington Palace. So the Duke of Cambridge, president of the Football Association, this morning held a meeting uh, with the president of the Union of European Football. Um, 
and then William held a meeting for the Earthshot Prize, and then also today the Duchess of Cambridge, Joy Patron, um, held an early years meeting. So that is what was going on on the court circular. There are some, there is one other thing that happened today, um, but I'm hoping that maybe the royal family will talk about it on social media tomorrow um, because I want to talk about it well and they didn't post about it today. So I'm hoping they'll talk about it tomorrow and if they don't, I will talk about it because it's very special and I do think it needs to be talked about. Um, I just want to hold off a little bit. So anyway, that is what was going on in the UK today. So now let's go ahead and um, we are going to skip Denmark because the event today, um, it was just Queen Margrethe received the Israeli ambassador for a farewell audience and there's nothing else I can say on it. So we are going to now go ahead and move over to the Dutch royal family. Netherlands today there were a there were actually a lot of events um so first we had King Willem Alexander had a couple of different events he swore in new ambassadors which I'm still not sure what this means so I don't know if it's Google Translate getting it wrong and it's actually like new government ministers or if it's new ambassadors that are about to go out to their first posting like I genuinely don't know this is the second time um, that he has done this and I just don't know what it means. I've tried to find out and it's still, uh, I just still don't know. Um, so anyway, that was his first event. And then he also today visited the Dutch Photo Museum, which he was supposed to do in January to open the Gallery of Honor there, which is dedicated to photographs of famous people from the Netherlands. Um, so the one that I instantly recognized was Anne Frank. So for those who don't know, um, Anne Frank was, was a little girl during the war. She was Jewish. She lived in the Netherlands. Um, and she was, she lived in an attic for a really long time. She, there's a book called the diary of Anne Frank, which is taken from her writings. Um, I think. And like my childhood is like, I very much remember, I don't know that I've ever actually read the, the her diary. I have, there was a movie, um, in the States that was focused on this. And I remember watching that growing up, like vividly, um, obviously because it was mildly traumatic, of course. Um, but because she is Dutch, um, she of course is in this hall of fame because she was a Dutch Jew. Um, and of course, you know, the whole history with Nazis and the Netherlands and it was just bad. But, um, that is the only person like I recognized from the photos that I've seen. I don't know a lot of famous Dutch people, so it makes sense to me. Like, I don't know a lot of famous people from any place, 
really. Um, it's not just the Netherlands. Like, from the States, sure. From England, sure, but only if they've really made it in the States, too. Like, um, I don't know cultural heroes for the seven countries that I talk about every day. Um, so anyway, that, those were, um, that was King Willem Alexander's event. And of course, this is also in support of the cultural sector that is continuing to reopen. Um, and then today for Queen Maxima, there were actually a couple of different events. Um, so the first one is she digitally visited the Princess Maxima Center for Pediatric Oncology. Um, so this is actually like super normal to have, uh, probably public hospitals named for members of the royal family. Um, in the Netherlands, it, I know there's like a ton in Spain named after members of the royal family and they're all public hospitals. So it's just a, um, way to honor them from the like public health system. So that, um, but of course, because it is in her name, it does um, garnish, garner special attention from Queen Maxima. And clearly it was named for her when she was still the Princess of Orange. But um, of course, it does still bear her name and former title. So um, that was her first event. But her second event, so today Queen Maxima received the Financial Health Visionary Award. Um, for her work as the UN Secretary General Special Advocate for Inclusive Finance and Development. Um, and this is just honoring her over 10 years now of service to the world of financial health. Um, and so anytime that like a documentary special is done or um, like an interview is done focused on Maxima's work as the UNSGSA, um, people just applaud her. Um, but also she herself has said like people want to impress her um, just because of her title. Like I know if I were to ever have a meeting with any royal for any reason, like, I would want to bring my A-game because you just, you want to have that impressive quality. Um, so I think that that, just her being the special ambassador for this, like, this is the whole point of it, is she's an expert in the field, for one. For two, people genuinely want to do well by her and impress her and, like, continually improve things because she's in front of it. This is why things like special ambassadors and using people's status is so important. Like you get a famous name on something and it'll happen. It's why I'm such a big fan proponent of royals sharing their vaccination photos or even just sharing that they were vaccinated. Like, I think that is super important. Um, because it tells people like, hey, it's okay. Um, you know, the people who who need that kind of influence, who aren't making 
the decision based on their own research or like don't have the time to research because people don't have the time. And so they just see like, oh, the queen got it or the king got it or, you know, um, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have both gotten theirs and I really respect them or whatever. Like, it's important. Um, and so this is what Maxima's role has done. And because of that, like, the world of inclusive finance is better because of it. Um, and so today she was honored for that. And I think that that is really awesome. Um, so that is what was going on today in the Netherlands. And um, we are going to skip Norway today. We're kind of like skipping around a little bit because in Norway, the event that happened was really super important. Um, but they didn't release a lot of details as of yet. Um, but today Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Matamarit met again with two um, people who were affected by the 2011 terrorist attack, um, this time in Oslo. So it happened in two locations. Um, there was an attack on like the government ward essentially in Oslo. And then there was the attack at the, at the camp. Um, and so today they were talking to two of the people affected by the attack in Oslo. Um, so again, I do think this will all kind of be put together, um, at the end of July when the 10th anniversary is, you know, kind of these conversations, but also just like the ongoing support of the royal family for the people, for the victims of the attack and people whose lives have been forever changed because of it. Um, I just think that it's, again, a continuously important thing, but when more information is shared... I think it'll all happen around that 10th anniversary. So that is what was going on in the Netherlands and Norway. So now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Spanish royal family. Spain today there were two different events um, that's really how the week is going for them it's like two two events every single day or more um, I know yesterday there were like three or something um, how easily I forget I'm like I genuinely don't remember I think there were three events because none of them had to do with the other um, so today King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended an inauguration of another exhibit. Um, that is also the theme for their week. Uh, Queen Letizia is doing three exhibit inaugurations this week. One yesterday and then one today and then another one tomorrow with King Felipe. Like, it's a lot. Um, but this is also, like, what they do. Um, this is one of the things that they do. They go to different cultural sites and inaugurate exhibits and explore them. And like, it's very normal. Um, it just, they aren't usually all compacted together like this, but because exhibits have been, um, and cultural like museums and things like that have been shut down, like things are all opening at the same time. Um, so they're doing one tomorrow in, um, Andalusia. Sorry, I forgot what the 
autonomous community was called. Um, but anyway, um, today they inaugurated the exhibit for um, Luis Garcia Ber Berlanga, um, who is a Spanish film director and screenwriter who was born in 1921 and his more formative works were done um, in the Franco era, so like the 50s and the 60s. Um, and it, it's, it's very interesting because Spain at this time, in like the 50s and the 60s, the world was just kind of accepting of the Franco regime. Like, we had gotten rid of everyone else and only Franco really remained as like this dictator figure. Um, and people just didn't really seem to pay a ton of attention to it. I'm sure Spaniards did, but like throughout the world, um, it was just kind of this widely accepted thing that like, okay, Franco is Generalissimo. This is, this is where we're at. Um, or, uh, I forget his other name. Uh, Cadillo or something like that. Um, but like he was the guy and it was just like widely accepted because Spain was semi-stable probably for the first time in a long time. Um, so not that they were super stable by any means, but they were a little bit, but the Franco regime was so censoring of material, um, that the, this particular director and screenwriter somehow managed to get something through the censorship that like probably wouldn't have been allowed um but it was called I think it was something with miracles um and it was about this town that like created a miracle in their town to um or attempted to to create tourism because that's how some towns were surviving was on tourism at this point um and it just backfired horribly and so like I don't know, it was just a very interesting thing um, from them. Um, but anyway, it was to celebrate the 100th anniversary of his birth, um, and so it is an exhibit. It's held at the um, Fine Arts, I think it's the Fine Arts Center um, in Spain, and so that was pretty cool. Um, and then in the evening, King Felipe today delivered the um, Rey de España Awards as well as the Don Quixote Awards for journalism. Um, so he, it's like a 10 Spanish enough today, I can genuinely just um, these go to journalists who do really intense work um, that spotlight a lot of different things. So that is um, what was going on today in Spain. And of course, during this, King Felipe gives a speech. His speeches on journalism are all, I honestly haven't even read this one, but like, 
my guess is it focused on the importance of journalism and like the importance of the work, um, specifically in a pandemic where like doing harder hitting articles was a little bit harder to do, um, because the whole world was focused on the pandemic, um, is my take on everything. So that is what was going on today in Spain. And with that, um, I think we are going to go ahead and end this episode. There were a couple of events in Sweden, but none that I can talk a ton about. Um, so Prince Daniel today delivered the Heart and Lung Foundation's large research grant. Um, and yeah, that, that's it. So they, I haven't seen any pictures or anything come out of this or write up, um, on it yet. So yeah, there's nothing there yet. So with that, we are going to go ahead and end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Thursday. Uh, bye.